Hey universe. So I probably should have showered for this one. But given that it's a recording, I'm not sure the experience you're gonna have is wouldn't be nearly as foul as the one that the end of the day is bringing for me and the dog. I worked pretty hard today. So uh, 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 um, yeah, that's not even a stage yawn. That motherfucker came just to uh, provide some dramatic tension, but it's it's something that I've been mulling over all day. So I figure if I don't get to it today, I'll probably forget it by tomorrow. So I'm going to persevere. I'm going to say, since it is what, uh, it's now 11.51 on the 30th of April. So the last nine minutes <laughs> of April... Um, I'm going to run through the nine things that I think I'm the worst at. So, before we get there, I got uh, some catching up to do and some getting ahead to do and some up-to-dating to do. So, let's, well, let's get to those in a minute because I got some pregame warm-up to do. Hey, and one thing about that birth control idea, I, I do believe that reversing birth control uh, measurements is also now medically safe. I Listen, I'm not trying to be callous, but I just um, believe that if we were putting our emphasis on things like bringing in wanted children 100% of the time, well, maybe that's where medicine could focus its attention in ways that could help humanity. And uh, so I didn't want to be short with that discussion because I forgot to mention that um, whatever procedures are effective may involve surgery and reversals and shit like that. So <clears throat> I'm not here to tell you what to do with your body, nor would I ever tell you what to do with your body, nor should anybody. But as society's um, customs and, uh, and advancements in uh, opportunities to... Um, to uh, to perform, behave, and act in ways that are beneficial across the board. Like, um, hmm, what's a good example of that? Like, um, traffic laws. Obeying traffic laws feels uh, absolute. Anything other than that is reckless. However. That's a lame example, because in social custom, there's a lot more depth than just the idea that you're trying to create a safe zone for all involved. It's more that <clears throat> if we were to communicate in ways that were supportive and uplifting for the community at large, even if that meant us taking a back seat or sitting down and not getting what we need, want, desire think we're owed, whatever it may be, if progress at the large scale is to be had from that sacrifice, well, of course, that seems like how all progressive societies advance. <clears throat> so, why am I bringing any of this up? <clears throat> Mostly because I haven't had enough Super Lemon Hay, so be back in a minute. Unpause. Uh, 24 hours and 8 minutes later. 
Yeah, so those nine minutes, yeah, those turned into a lot more. <clears throat> but, to be fair, I did come back to it several times with the intent to just sit down and record, but just had another thing going and another thing going. And So the last 48 hours have been very productive in terms of getting organized, tidied up, and um, reset in my new format. But a lot of that is just like, well, I don't know if uh, the bookcase looks better here or further to the right of foot. Or what if I put it on this wall? But then where would I put that chair? So with that kind of stuff going on, um, well, honestly, this might be the most productive part of my day. Wait, is that true? Is that possible? Yeah, I guess it's possible. Well, I did play tennis. I don't know. That's a close call. Pause. Okay, universe. I, uh, I'm coming at you now from Tuesday morning, the 2nd of April. Wait, May. That's what, it, that's the deal. It's already become May. Oh, yeah. It's 6.33 in the morning, and, um, yeah, those five minutes before this, um, I, that's evidence that I didn't mean for it to take this long to get to this recording, but the truth is, I keep on getting stuff done, which is overdue, which is good, which is good, which is good. I mean, not how much overdue stuff I had to do and still have to do, that's not good. But the fact that I'm getting stuff done and that's why I'm not recording, oh, that's good. The fact that it's taking its toll on me physically, that's probably not good. But, um, yeah, I meant to... Well, I have fallen asleep both times I have uh, finally stopped my day to sit down to record. And then the next day, obviously, uh, start up and get too busy to get back to it. So I said, I will not do that for a third morning in a row. This morning, I'm going to get up and be lazy. I'll hit the record button and see what comes out of my mouth. And so you're welcome. Here you are. If you're listening. And if you're listening, I guess we have an issue because uh, there are more people listening now than I would have ever expected to give a shit. And uh, I'll just leave it at, um, I appreciate that there's enough interest in um, the subject matters that I'm discussing that it's resonating with certain people because I feel like, again, America's a tough place to be vulnerable or to be unsure of yourself or to be uh, not making it, um, not up to measurement. Um, there's a lot of criticism in America and... The biggest critics in America are ourselves. We get trained to tell ourselves that we're not good enough. We're not uh, as smart, as attractive, as uh, charismatic, as skilled, whatever it may be, as blankety-blank. And thus, the lower-than-return expectation our life currently lives, well, it's our fault. 
And so instead of looking for systemic solutions, that forces us to feel that we're just not doing enough. And then if we try to over deliver and give 110% all the time, uh, well, we find ourselves blowing up. And then in that self, uh, uh, what fulfilling disaster prophecy. I mean, what we're asking people to do at this point everywhere I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an eight-year-old in third grade at the Montessori Elementary School, three-quarters of a block up the house from, or up the street from your house. Or you're sitting in prison on a charge that you know you are innocent of, and yet you were convicted. And so now you're going to do 20 years for a crime you didn't commit in a society in which you have no chance of undoing that. I, I don't care who you are. In America, you're being asked to do too much. Even you shenanigan pullers at the top at this point, <laughs> I mean, think about how much stress is in your day. And I wonder what some of your counter measurements to stress are at the highest level. I mean, I know there's that adrenochrome shit. And if you're into that, honestly, it might be time to stop. But does music settle you down when you're that filled with stress? Like Music is my go-to calm down. I'm fine now. Literally, it's better than anything else. There is no other. I could jerk off 80 times in a row in four and a half minutes. And it wouldn't come close to listening to my favorite song once. Do I have a favorite song? Doesn't matter. Um, But I worry about those of you who are like, you know, hoodwinking countries and playing charades at that level. The level of self-preservation that has to come with living those kinds of schemes. And then the, of course, overwhelming stress that comes with the fear of exposure and all the levers that must be pulled in that mindset of self-preservation. It's, oh, what a stressful fucking life. It's like being the head of the mafia family. Okay, yeah. I mean, everybody listens to you until somebody puts a fucking bullet in the back of your head. But I, uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ever seek stressful situations. In fact, maybe that's really what my life's purpose has been. I've been looking for the least stressful ways out of every single situation I'm ever immersed in how can I make this the easiest possible routine for everybody involved me specifically but everybody else too this doesn't need to be a hardship for anybody how do we get out of this so that we can just go play tennis and eat slurpees well I don't know but let's figure that out so I uh I don't know why I'm talking about Ideas like 
the whole country should be on birth control until you want a kid, and then you should come off and then go right back on. Once you've sired your offspring, but for somebody who's never had a kid and has no skin in this game whatsoever, it seems like my perspective is filled with all kinds of, yeah, but that seems like a really good idea. And then I think of the people who would say, yeah, but uh, birth control itself is unnatural, so I'm not putting that in my body, so you can fuck the fucking hell off. To which I'd have to say, totally. Because I'm obviously not here to prescribe anybody's behavior. Well, my own. Maybe my dog's. But other than that, um, no. In fact, prescribing a way to live your life, the only way to live your life is to listen to what's inside you and embrace it to the nth degree. Nobody ever gets to 100%, but you can embrace it 99 point something. And whatever little slips you have are just what you're working on in this incarnation to reveal a complete and fulfilled soul in this universe. And yeah, I speak of things like souls, even though I'm not religious at all. I don't not believe in the... I'm basically where the Star Wars Force is at, you know? That's basically... sums it up as quickly as anything. And including but only limited, really, to the force power of ESP. I do believe we are connected mentally. And we don't know how. I believe what actually is happening is that we have the capability to share mentally between us the power of thought. I believe there's energy there that can be read without it having to be spoken or even gestured, I really do believe this. Because I've shared these moments with my mother specifically, but with other people in the universe too. Um, and I've had too many premonition situations that I feel the reality of as I'm experiencing the premonition, and then the premonition has some basis in reality going forward. And to me, all of that energy is like the invisible light spectrum. We are living with one of the uh, quirkiest conundrums the universe can offer. I don't know of another planet where you are so unsure of why you're here. Humanity has that uniquely going for it, to be as self-aware and as unsure of your purpose at the same time is a uniquely Earth-human way to go. But, I mean, if it weren't for an environment in which there was that much uncertainty, well, then the actions that get taken on this planet specifically... Um, wouldn't be available. So, you don't go to uh, murder uh, your neighbor over uh, a fencing dispute on any planet other than planet Earth, where petty dis 
disagreements among us can be enough for us to decide, you know what? You're so worthless, I'm going to take you out of existence. Bam! Um, okay, no more waxing philosophic about our inner nature of potential dissatisfaction and the actions we take therein. No. In fact, well, I guess the... what? It, what so, feeling guilty about how long it's been that I have been uh, not recording. Today I brought two lists. Uh, I kind of whipped up one this morning to make myself feel better about the situation. I'll admit, call it my forgiveness, I'm sorry letter, to humanity. Well, yeah, okay, to humanity. Um, but what, uh, what I didn't get to cover yet Oh, do I even want to talk about this? I don't know why there are moments of emotional frustration that I will go to sleep with and then wake up completely okay with and on the other side of the fence up. And <clears throat> maybe this is just, if you are so hyper aware of your emotional state at all times that you start to... Um, you start to notice the finer nuances of feeling better. I mean, at some point when uh, your goldfish dies and you have to mourn through that situation, eventually time does heal the wound and the pain of that loss of fish. It, it gets easier. I'm not saying it ever goes away, but it gets easier. And I think if, you consider the spectrum of emotional experience of that goldfish loss to be, oh my God, is my goldfish floating upside down moment to, oh my God, he is floating upside down. Oh my God, I lost my goldfish to where it gets worse. Well, then it has to eventually start to get better. And I think maybe what I'm experiencing right now is the bottoming out and the now leveling out of eventual rebound to whatever plateau I'm going to live on. Slightly diminished from the one that I lived on before, but more rich for the experience of having gone through the emotional tug and roll of uh, the human experience on planet Earth, 8675309. Or something like that. And my goldfish... Uh, well, they're both doing okay. Actually, the, the cat has, I mean, fuck. That cat's going to live to be 19. She's 11. And she shouldn't have made it through her ninth year. I don't know how she did. Um, but she is now as healthy as she's been since she was eight. Before she was, took a bullet. And Phoebe now needs my help getting up off the floor unless she's on carpet. She can't get up on the hardwood floors by herself anymore. She doesn't have the strength in her legs. So she is what we like to say week to week, not yet day to day, but that little turn for the worse could happen anytime. So every second I get to spend awake with my dog matters the most. So I don't want to think about that anymore, but that's where we're at. Uh, still have no job. Still haven't even looked for one. But I did look up what it takes to sell weed in this state. And it 
takes 105 bucks and maybe some fingerprint costs. I'm not really clear on that part, but it's definitely 105 bucks just to apply to get the license. And uh, it looks like that should be no problem. And I believe there's lots of jobs in the city to sell weed. So that's my plan for the summer. Sell weed. And uh, do these recordings and then uh, go do my community outreach program. That's the whole plan. Well, and keep the house cleaner than I did last summer because uh, I'm still cleaning up messes from last summer. It feels like. All right, hang on. I'm going to pause and uh, go get something to drink. I'll be right back. Unpause. But pause. Unpause. Okay, so but the month. Uh, this uh, source of emotional verklempt um, uh, results has been a part of my entire 2023, to be honest. And. I wouldn't even say that yesterday wasn't a particularly acute day of feeling um, the uh, the failure of this moment to have realized at a high level instead of at the um, the tepid level at which it exists. And listen, not everything in life can be realized. There is that. So in many ways coming to terms with what can't be realized is part of the challenge of being a human but those uh, I've, I haven't been on an emotionally deep ride as the new me yet until this year and now that it's occurred, I've really been hyper-observant of my own emotional states throughout it in a way I've never, ever even allowed myself to be distracted by thoughts, let alone bubble the thoughts to the top to fully embrace how emotionally involved my life can get. Even negative emotions now to me are experiences worth having and maybe if i was going to tell you how to live your life this is one thing i would say do not fear emotional pain do not fear putting yourself in a vulnerable spot emotionally and do not fear whatever embarrassment, letdown, disappointment you may experience in the moment. Those will be very real. I'm not dismissing that that is the reason we're so hesitant to get involved when it comes to our emotional vulnerability is because those moments of exposure, when they go wrong, are fucking horrible. But they're only horrible in that moment. They are never horrible months from now, years from now, a decade from now. You won't look back on those moments and wince if you are being emotionally vulnerable with outreach for the potential to reward your life. 
you will look back on those moments as the moments that built up the strength to eventually push you to the point that you were the victor. And if you sit on the emotional sideline, fearing any emotional vulnerability and exposure is more than you can bear for the potential exposure and disappointment it might lead to in judgment from other humans. Man, fuck that. Seriously. Of all the things in life that don't matter, that is number one. What other people think. And the way other people feel does matter because that affects how you feel. But what other people think, who gives a shit? Most of it, they don't even know that they're thinking all fucked up about. But what people feel, that's real. And so if your uh, actions and deeds are creating negative feelings for the immediate community around you, well, yeah, you know what? Then that shit's going to rub back on you. That you can worry about. But what other people think, being embarrassed in the moment, having a disappointing outcome on something in which your emotional depth gets challenged, those moments you'll come to be plenty okay with in the future. If not, if not, look back on and think those were some of the better moments of your life overall. So, I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just telling you that there is a lot of emotional texture available. And if you're not immersed in it, then that's your fault. Because we all are given this human meat suit in which to navigate this silly earth life. We all have the same composition. And the emotional depth that you're able to Mine in this form is I'm it's it's what makes you feel alive or it's what the moments of true embracing your own existence come through your emotional fulfillment and you can solve the greatest intellectual conundrum we've got going right now Take on the Big Bang. Figure out what really happened. Whatever. You will have a pure sense of satisfaction from your achievement. But the fulfillment that comes from an emotionally satisfying moment? No, no thought. Train of logic and deduction can come close. Even though I love to be logical and deductive or reductive or assumptive or uh, let's just leave alone my darker sides and instead there are really three things left to do here. One is to explain to you why you shouldn't have even gotten this far and if you are this far why you should hit immediately stop and if you're going to listen to the sentence that's occurring right now then you're probably going to listen to all the reasons that you shouldn't be listening. And if you are going to listen, what you have to put up with, because I'm not going to change. And let's start with, uh, well, we should do the lists 
Do I have nine? Oh, I've got more. All right. So making the exception for the list of reasons you shouldn't be listening to me, which I have more than nine. Um, I also have nine reasons that, well, I have nine things I'm the worst at. They're just in life. Like, I'm fucking the worst at that. I have that list. And then I have nine things about humanity that makes us great. So those are my lists. Why you shouldn't be listening to me. Why I'm the worst at that, my list. And what makes humanity great. I think the way to do this is to take one off each list from nine to one. So that we just keep the popcorn popping rather than get too immersed in a salad followed by another salad followed by, is that a third salad? What does a steak show up? What is with this place? Um, I don't want to have too much vegetables if we can have vegetables, mashed potatoes, and pudding at the same time. Um, so... With that in mind, I'm going to go get my mashed potatoes and pudding and be right back. Okay, well, my... Uh-oh, boss. Okay, well, my uh, herd of goats are... Go Wait, is it a herd of goats? Well, yeah, you're a goat herder. So a herd of cattle, herd of... Yeah, it's got to be a herd. Okay, well, not my murder of crows... But my herd of goats are definitely golden. My murder of crows, I would hope, are still black. But if you had to pick a favorite phrase, three-word phrase in the English language, my favorite three-word phrase might be murder of crows. Or is that my least favorite three-word phrase? Or my most, what the fuck is up with that phrase, three-word phrase? I don't know. I mean, murder of crows... You gotta admit, <clears throat> somewhere underneath it all, the uh, simulation does have a seriously weird sense of humor. All right, so these three. Oh, and did I finish my point about the goldfish? I think I probably did. Anyway, what's weird though is to wake up as if somebody noticed that for the last four months. Your um, overreaction switch has been set to auto instead of having that slider set to 2.5%. And so your composure has, as a result, bloomed into the emergency situation where your potential to lose your composure had become overwhelming and nobody knew why. Well, uh, it's because you uh, did not limit your uh, overreaction switch. Oh, Probably, probably. Um, <clears throat> and so, knowing I was in that situation didn't help. But a good night's sleep, and I wake up with a completely different mental framework. And I don't remember any dreams from last night whatsoever. So, what happened? Did I just need my frayed, exhausted cells of my body to get some time of not 
suffering this reality, to recharge enough to face this reality with renewed vigor, one that is absent the negative mm, sense of loss that never even realized. So how can you be losing something that you never had? Only humans, <clears throat> only humans can put up with that shit. And I don't say put up with it, are forced to put up with that shit. This, this life is, wonderful is not a good word. It is texture laden with experiences worth having. But to enjoy the culmination of vectors pointing all one direction in your favor as you act in congruity with those vectors to an outcome that is above and beyond all expectations of what you thought possible? Well, yeah, you got to put up with the other static and bullshit that uh, a situation like that necessitates. And after 50, almost four years of enduring that ride... Like I said, I think it's fucking worth it, man. I think all the misery, the heartache, the pain, the lack of opportunity realized as you come to some settled sense of who you are in a reality that can't offer you the ultimate destiny, but can certainly give you opportunities to realize yourself in moments that are fulfilling and rewarding across the eternity your soul will experience. So, to me, I figure I've got roughly, what, 30,000 days on this planet? Maybe 40 if I'm extremely lucky. Well, in that amount of time, I want to have as many good goddamn days as I can, but I expect to have some fucking great ones, and I even expect to have some out-of-this-fucking-world ones. I just never know which days it's going to be. So I go into every day thinking, well, maybe today I'll be out of this world, and the aliens will finally come pick me up and take me to Jupiter and show me all those fucking moons. That'd be sweet. Um, but if I never have that out of this world day and I just have days that feel out of this world, I think I can live with that. So those are the days that I go out there trying to have. And to me, the only way to have those kinds of days is to not plan them because <clears throat> they will exist for you so much as you don't try to make them happen. I know, this is one of those conundrums about being human that's so fucking weird. The more you really want something that's meaningful, purposeful, and not a fucking video game or something, but the more you really want something in life as an outcome manifestation situation for you to experience, fulfillment of whatever level that is, if it's honest, real, and vibrating with the hum of your soul, it'll happen. And 
you just don't get to put your arms around or limits on the initial planning stage of how it's got to happen. Because often, the way it will happen, you won't see coming. At least, that's how my life has worked out. And <clears throat> I think if you look back at the moments in your own life that you feel the most fulfilled by, they'll have some framework of resonance around that sort of style of living and action they're in. In other words, the more true you are to your real self and what it is that you both offer and want in return from this universe, the more the scenarios that this universe will throw in front of you that are exactly that. And if you can keep that level of optimism about your own reality going, while the rest of the reality around us seems to be breaking down, well, I think that's the best chance you have to stay at least balanced and centered as the universe and this reality starts pulling us all kinds of directions. And every day, you can get sucked into that fighting off the demons and enemies and the nitpicking bullshit side of your life. The disappointing parts of your life, the bills you have to pay, the goddamn trip to Home Depot you have to make for the third time this fucking weekend. Whatever it is. Your situations of, yep, that sucks, dude, um, are there for everybody. And it's so tempting to let your day go into that vortex instead of the one that says, haha, okay. So this is the weekend we get to find out if I can stay tranquil enough through a third trip to Home Depot to not punch that little fucker at the self-checkout stand who always comes over and helps me goddamn scan my shit like I'm a thief. Yeah. This is that weekend. And if you go into it, and I'm talking about the weekend, if you go into the weekend saying, okay, I expect this weekend to be an 85%er, where I'll have 85% fuck yeah moments and 15% ah oh fuck moments. Because it's the weekend. If it was a work day, well, it'd be 50-50 at best, right? Um, but whatever. It's the weekend. But those 15% are coming. It doesn't matter if that's your kid barfing in the back seat while you're stopping in at Target to grab something. I mean, something's going to fucking happen. That's going to go, oh, fuck. It's just a question of how much you'll let that, uh turn into, and then, and so I forgot, and then, fucking, ah. Uh, your whole day goes wrong, right? Yeah, well, kid bars in the backseat of my fucking car. Yeah, my whole day goes wrong. That is going to stand out as 10 worst days of the year. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, but kids barf in cars right? Like, and you decided to have a kid, so you had to expect that meant you were going to have a day with barf in the car. So, why let it ruin your fucking day now? You knew it was coming. So, I know, I know, I know, I know, that's fucking stop it talk. But, is it? Because the one thing you have full control over, nobody 
nobody has anything here but you as your mental state. And so much of what led to my anxiety, angst, and disappointment in myself was how little I knew to massage myself out of the negative spirals that you can get into if you're not healthy in your mental state. Nothing upsets me anymore. Now, when Phoebe dies, that's going to be an upsetting situation. But it'll be an emotionally... Uh, uh, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't honestly know. I've never experienced the loss of a pet since I've felt more... Since I've been the new me. But whatever that day comes, it'll be the day that all the other days of having Phoebe as my companion made worth it. Everybody gets a puppy. Can't help. Oh, I don't want to cry about my dog right now. Oh. Good girl. Okay. I'm going to... Mm. I'm going to miss my dog. All right, pause. All right, well, the point I was trying to make before I had to have a moment with my dog is, even though you know this day's coming, and you can't help but have that thought, even when you pick up a puppy, it's just, there's so much reward to be had. And the losses are, I mean, they're, they're as tough to process as anything you'll ever experience that has to do with an animal in your life. I don't know if you can get closer to an animal than you can to a dog, but I know there are people who can have that level of kinship with an iguana. Or at least somehow have talked themselves into that. But to me, the companionship that a dog provides, I've always just... Uh, life on this planet. It's a beatdown. But one of the true gifts are dogs and animals in general. I mean, even insects. I know they're creepy and crawling, gross, and all that shit, but I mean, think about it. One of the things you're not going to have on that spaceship in space are any bugs. And yeah, I know, you're like, fuck yeah, sign me up. But the life on Earth that we take for granted until it's no longer part of our ecosystem, well, it's all amazing. But when you think about how amazing it all is, and then you think, well, the most amazing Part of all of that 
is the connection that we can make with dogs. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to go blow my nose and get something to drink. And then we're going to start these lists. Oh my god, 40 minutes? Oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. Okay, so I've had a few dogs in my life. And they all have their own unique quirks. But I have never known of a dog that eats their kibble one bite at a time as slowly as Phoebe does. This is the pace at which she eats her food. Oh, there's one. There's the next one. And there's the next one. She she is the slowest eater for a dog I've ever known. It's hilarious. Unpause, pause. Unpause, pause. Unpause, pause. Okay. Well, unpause. I did try to save that last one on the pause, unpause, but she ate so slow, you know. I knew it was doomed from the get-go as soon as I put that bowl of food down. However, now that we've got all the house chores done, including changing the litter box, I mean, we've done all that shit. Um, I actually have stuff to do today. Two things, which is why I say stuff, um, which is rare. This is not my island time dream life realized, but um, because I have this busy of a day, uh, I wanted to get through the rest of this, and I don't mean to harp on this waking up not uh, unencumbered by something that frankly was stressing me out, because... Uh, well, this is much better discussed tomorrow after I've had today to think about it. But my immediate reaction is, how can it be so okay now? When really the emotions are identical, they're just not painful. Like, that is a point of information for me to reflect upon at least today and maybe tomorrow and the next day too. But Yahoo! Booyah, as they say. All right. Carrying on to, uh, why do I say you shouldn't listen? <clears throat> well, because I have nothing of structured uh, presentation to offer. All I do is hit the record button. And while I do consider what it is that I'm going to talk about, I don't even really have notes. And yeah, I've got these lists of nine to end this block of recordings that I've labeled I could be right just so I end with some statements that I think I can hold myself accountable to see if I look back and think yeah I can live up to those a year from now or I agree with those still a year from now two years ten years <clears throat> so I'm trying to put out um, reflective points of consideration of my life both good and bad that are um evolving or migrating or becoming uh, of uh, uh, more relevance. It doesn't matter why I have what I have to say, but whatever I have to say is what I have to say. And there's nothing here that I would think then is of interest to you. What could I possibly offer when all I'm doing is rambling nonsense, stream of consciousness thoughts. So if you're listening, I would say, Go do your own recording. Think about your own shit. Figure out your own stuff. Just present yourself from within 
as honestly as you can. Become comfortable with being uncomfortable with certain parts of yourself. I don't think you can... I don't think you can be 100% loving toward yourself until you admit that you've got some tendencies where, you know, when all the ingredients sort of look like this and then you add some John, oh man, that that's like, I don't know why, it's not... It's not like ayahuasca. That shit is like dynamite. There are just parts of the universe, I think, where your composition is likely built to implode. And if you don't recognize where those parts of the universe exist, that exist within you as well, then you probably haven't mined very deeply. So mine a little deeper. Get comfortable with everything about yourself. Everything. It's all you. And if you have default tendencies that put you in positions of being an asshole, acting like a bitch, uh, gossiping, getting involved in other people's business without need, uh... Come to find coping mechanisms. You owe it to yourself. You're not here to be perfect, but you're here to be as beneficial in the aggregate as you can so whatever determinate situations you are a net negative toward, fix it. Either get out of those situations or come up with coping mechanisms or change. Those are your choices. And since I've been through all three versions of all of those, and I'm still going through them daily, don't expect to be anything but a work in progress. And be proud of your progress, limited though it may be. Progress is progress. And I... (laughs) All right. I will move on to why, uh, again, number nine... Well, these are in definitely no particular order because I did not order them. But I swear, a lot. And that can be off-putting enough for someone to just never want to listen. I get it. But I'm never going to change. So there's just a point where we're going to agree to disagree. That has me go look for my other lights. Hold on. Okay. Shit. That's a text from my dad. That is a rarity. Talk about getting that on the recording? Hold on. And what's weirder still, given the burdens of my schedule right now, is he has nothing to do with the two things I actually have to do today. So this is like a mystery thing I might have to do. Or, let's be honest, he wants to play tennis. But, back I will be. Well, okay. None of the above. Apparently the nuggets are so interesting to him, he had to text me his opinions. Okay. All right, so uh, number nine on things I suck at. Well, no, things I'm the worst at. Well, clearly I proved I'm the worst at doing recordings on mushrooms. I'm so upset. Not really, but kind of, but no, I don't really give a shit. But still, of all the episodes to just bungle, the mushroom episode watching 300 on 300... That's one of those ideas that just fucking 
sounded way better than it was. So I never, ever will be doing mushrooms again while watching a movie, while recording, I promise. Now, that's as far as I'm going to go on, I promise. But yeah, number nine on my list, I definitely suck at recording on mushrooms while watching the movie 300. Okay, number nine on what makes humanity great. Where did I put that list? Right here. Okay, so I'm looking at this from the high level as if you are a Pleiadian or, say, a uh, AstroZenican or even a, hmm, could you be an Arcturian? Would that count? No. Okay, so could you be a lizard person? Yeah. Okay, so if you're a lizard person, you could also have opinions like these because you can't really look at humanity from outside of humanity as a human. You just have to kind of live the experience. But a Pleiadian could look at us and say, well, you can say this about them humans. They make the best, or at least can be optimistic, about almost any situation. In fact, I'll go all, I'll go all in. Any situation. Those motherfuckers, they just always think they can make shit better. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And... I mean, you throw us in just the most crappy circumstances and we think, okay, well, if this is baseline, I know I can at least improve this. So there is that. That is one of the coolest things about humanity. <clears throat> in my opinion, of course. These are all my opinion because, of course, they are. Which means why you shouldn't be listening, number two. Number eight, I'm sorry, we're going in reverse order. So in reverse order, I'll put this on the list because it's important enough to have on the list. I can uh, inappropriately label something uh, ironic that wasn't ironic. Probably just coincidental if I had to guess, but there are other mistakes to be made there. If I start naming them, I'll realize them, manifest them, and then they'll appear and I'll think, can I even live with myself? At some point, accuracy of language matters to me. But at another point, stream of consciousness delivery matters more. So, yes, I misuse words. I misspeak words. I am redundant in ways that are embarrassing when I re-listen. But edit, I won't. Because the conversation is here to be had from whatever my next impulse is. And if I deliver it in any other form format or <laughs> with even these lists of somewhat guidance, well, then I miss the point of what I'm trying to achieve here, which is to be as baseline, plainly me as I can be and live with all of whatever that brings. And so far, all of whatever that's bringing has been a huge upswing. So the fact that I'm doing it publicly is completely unnerving and embarrassing and all kinds of shit. But it's also purposeful and it's making me embrace everything about myself in all situations, all circumstances, in real time, all the time. And I don't know if everyone's living as textured a life as that. So I continue to persist to say that's what I'm up to. But why should you not listen? Because, ironically, 
I might be talking about coincidence when I mean ironic. Nah, that would never happen. Okay. Um, since that list is longer than these, I'll add a s the pets make noises that I am not uh, going to say might not be getting worse. I got to get a rug in the bedroom, that's for sure. Uh, it's probably echoey even on this recording. My point is the pets in the audio recording clutter, I try to minimize it. I always listen in and go, oh, that sucks. I should have thought that I was that close to the laundry. Oh, well. <sighs> but improve is all I can do. If I make the same mistake twice, then I really start to get irritated with myself. But my pets make the noises they make. Right now, they're both asleep, so good for all of us. All right, on to number eight of things that I am the worst at. Okay, one is managing three lists simultaneously, that's for sure. Okay, so this one would be... Okay, I'm the worst at this. This is true. Saying, uh-huh, or whatever, like I've understood or heard you, when I totally haven't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so working on getting this out of my life because I don't know why I do this. Like, I just... And it's not... It's never... I've tried to figure out if there's a pattern where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm always daydreaming about stressful parts of my life or whatever. No, no, there's no commonality to it. It's just sometimes I think I want to check out of the conversation because I predicted where you're going to go. So once you hit signpost number one, I figure, well, you're going to hit signpost number two or three. So if I don't see you until signpost number four, I can just assume what happened behind me, at least with signpost two or three intact and whatever else you did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm admitting that I'm the worst at this because this is not a feature of me that I'm proud of. I'm just saying like, uh-huh, yeah, wait, w wait, what? Go back like two sentences. <sighs> yeah, I've said that a few times. Okay, number eight, why humans are, are fucking awesome. We're all prime numbers, which is pretty fucking awesome. Like, the human experience is yours. And theirs, and theirs, and theirs, and theirs, and theirs, and theirs. But it's yours. It's ours. It's collectively mine. And by saying collectively mine, I do mean all of us as individuals collectively make the human experience. But we're the individuals that make it up, and we're all unique. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome, man. And I'm not saying it's not true of all species. Maybe it's true of fish. But I don't think it is. In fact, I think in many ways it's true of humans. And maybe only. All right. So that puts me on the reasons you shouldn't be listening to me. Okay. I can just take the next one off the list because I have no inhibitions. I'll speak about anything. And I've got some episodes that can prove that. But I don't um, intentionally try to offend you. I'm not here to be uh, off-putting, and nor am I here to be anything but directly exposed as necessary in the moment, whether that's about drugs or frustrations or relations or um, uh, limitations or self-imposed um, hmm, 
criticisms or accolades, whatever. I just have no room in which to not feel like I can speak to myself about myself, which is one of the reasons that this conversation is to myself. So if you're listening in, well, then you shouldn't give a shit that I'm talking about whatever I'm talking about because you're not involved. Listen in if you want, but expect anything, literally. Okay, so that's why you shouldn't listen, because you never know. The next topic I might bring up would be, oh, what's the next thing I'm watching that? Managing lists didn't make my list, but, okay, this is legit. I am the worst at being anywhere from one minute to any other minutes early. I'm pretty, pretty, oh, I'm better, uh, I'm still, I'm still mostly not later than three to four minutes, and I'm on time a lot, but I'm never fucking early, never, never, I mean, accidentally sometimes, but mm, that doesn't count, so... I'm just going to move on because I'm trying to make that better. And I've been trying to make that better for a year and it's getting better, but it's, it's not ninth on my list or first on my list for a reason still. All right. So yeah, we're all individuals and we're all prime numbers and all that shit, except we have the mystical identical twins and some other mystical shit about the way our, uh, our, hmm, our fellow human experience is manifesting. The individual experience we're having is unique, but the overlap, the commonality, the shared, hmm, even skill set, when you get right down to it, it's pretty fucking cool. And it goes so far as to even have identical copies of us. We're, we're, we're almost identical, even those of us that weren't born identical twins. But we're not. So, seven and eight really... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, seven and eight really go together. Because while it's really cool that we're prime numbers, it's also cool how much we're not. But, ultimately, we are. And that, again, makes humanity fucking awesome. And you have to live it to know how awesome that is. You really do. And it, and it, it never gets less awesome. If anything, it gets more awesome the rest of your life. Because you get more comfortable with yourself, and thus you share better and more real uh, connections with the universe around you. Period. You just do. You get better at all that. If you're at all trying to work on you and your life. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're just pinballing your way through the universe because you're Brad Pitt. I don't know. Maybe that's who you are. Okay. So, on to the next reason you shouldn't listen to me. Um, how about the crying? Which, if you've listened to this episode, I already got that one covered. Uh, I cry a lot. And, uh, what can I say? I used to do, uh, I had mental imagery that I would call into action as I was starting to get, 
uh, flummoxed, what would be a good word for the heated feeling of, oh, fuck, I'm about to cry. Um, and it, it has moved through so many permutations of trying to manage my reactive crying to especially sensitive stories. Uh, if I'm in a circle of three women telling stories about whatever just happened to Sadie's daughter, I guarantee you if it's a sad story, I'm going to weep beyond anything they could possibly expect. So when I run into emotional territory, I will leave it if I can gracefully exit it, or I will let people know that I'm an extremely emotional person. If we're having an emotional talk over here, there's a good chance I'm going to need Kleenex or whatever. I've got a lot of different ways to say, are we about to have a cry story? Because I'm a crybaby. So I uh, would say, why do you want to listen to me cry? And there's a good chance, as evidenced already and not intentionally, that you can hear me weep on any episode. So my emotional texture means a lot to me. I do not inhibit my crying. I try to present it on the episode in real time in a way that isn't just listening to a guy cry especially when it's about my dog who's about to pass. Why would you want to listen to that? But the fact that it's there, I'm not going to hide because I do have emotional feelings toward my dog every day. I think about how much that dog has meant to me. And if we talk more about this, we then uh, that will just lead to more tears. So we're going to move on to what was my... Oh my God. Both parents... Pause. Unpause, pause. 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 Oh my god. Okay, uh, she'll probably text me one more time, but we gotta get on with this thing. Oh, what was the last thing I talked about? Oh crap. Oh, that's not even her. Oh my god. Okay, let's see if we can go uninterrupted. I'm not really sure that I spoke about why you shouldn't be listening to me, but add, um, I'll just take these calls and shit during the recording. Cause fuck you guys. This is my life. Um, that's not on my list, but I guess it could have been, um, number six, I think now on the list of, um, of things about me. Yeah. That I'm terrible at. Oh yeah. This is where I should be. Okay. Number six, I am terrible at remembering that one fucking thing I came in here for. Oh. Like, first of all, I think I probably have this moment more than most, if not more than all of you, where I either walk into the kitchen or whatever, go to the garage, go to the goddamn car, go to the store, go to 7-Eleven. Oh, I mean... There are places that I will show up that I can only have come for like three things and I can't think of why the fuck I'm there. And, uh, and, and, uh, so in so many circumstances, does this one qualify where I just cannot remember what the fuck I came in here for, came here for, wherever for. Yeah. All right. So then number six on reasons that humans are fucking the shit. Well, as I said, we're all prime numbers, except we've got that identical thing with twins going on, and there's so much overlap between us that we are just cool that way, that we're both. Um, and I have to just take the clones and the AI robots that are among us 
with my number six, I have to say they're out of that equation. Because really, you have, like I said, you have to live the human experience. You can't be imitating it. You can't be a lizard in a skin suit or whatever. Um, no, you can't. And I don't think the clone and the AI uh, among us, well, I don't know about the AI. Uh, the AI thing's weird. However, it's not that I believe in clones. I mean, Biden's making it harder to get along without thinking about it. But, uh, okay, do I think somewhere in some dark lab, somewhere in the underbelly of the medical establishment, somebody's cloned a human being? Yeah, I fucking do. Of course I do. Do I think there's some enormous cloning industry that is pushing out clones of Beyonce and Joe Biden? No, I don't. But I'm saying it's getting harder and harder to think. Well, I mean, if that story hits the headlines, uh, oh yeah, well, okay, I was wrong. Um, But that's not even my point. None of this is my point. Number six, humans are innovative motherfuckers. Because this conversation is legit because humans will figure this shit out. Do I think we're there right now? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but let's hope not. I mean, but will we get there? Yeah, probably. We'll have cloned copies of ourselves available, hopefully not at Walmart. But let's face it, if it becomes available on the market, Walmart eventually will sell it. So, that is the awesome thing about humans. We're innovative as fuck. And I don't mean to swear. Yes, I do. I don't mean to diminish our innovation to a simple four-letter word, literally. But it really does explain just how innovative we are. <clears throat> Which is why I like to swear. We are innovative mofos. I wrote it right there. Mofos. See? We're so innovative, it makes me swear. There you go. All right. And since that's already one reason you shouldn't listen to me, um, what else is on that list that I can't read from here, but I'm sure is important? Uh, you shouldn't listen to me because I lose my train of thought all the time. All the fucking time. And even re-listening... I try to figure out what the fuck I'm trying to... Uh, I just wander. I get lost on a tangent. And then I recover sometimes. But usually I don't. And so the routes that I take are so circuitous that they can be pointless. I even know that. So why are you listening? Number five. On things I am the worst at. Let's see what we got here. Number five is going to be... Owning earbuds. I swear to God. <laughs> I mean, all right, I lost all my money fucking gambling, which sucked. But I lose earbuds. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I should almost go to a fucking self-help group. Oh, my God. Damn it. And I break them, and I step on them, and I fucking wash them, and I leave them on the bus, and I leave them in my bike spokes, and I fucking, oh, God. Ugh. It gives me pain to think about it. And that's only number fucking five? 
Fuck. All right. But that's why we have the next list. The fifth thing about what makes humans fucking awesome. Um, okay. I'll admit I put this fifth because I wanted to have just as many things below it as above it because it's like a double-edged sword itself. We're totally about each other's business. Okay. Yeah, I get that part, right? Why that's fucking... What? But see, that's the thing. We're in this, like, artificial existence of cubicles and goddamn water coolers and shit. Watching Sopranos and Game of Thrones and whatever else is on HBO that just makes our lives somewhat pointless. So... That which is really a really good, really, really, it's a really, 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 really good instinct that we care about each other's business, that it matters. Uh, Yeah. That's actually important. And one of the things that makes humans awesome, except when you're getting all up in somebody's business when you shouldn't be, that part you can fucking leave out. But we care about each other. All the way through humanity, there's a streak of, I care about you. And that makes us fucking awesome. Okay. That means we got to go to the number four reason. I better look at this list at this point. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Hello. Um, I don't edit anything. I just don't edit. Why would I edit? Because uh, that would mean I'd have to get some editing software, probably, or at least uh, know how to use the pause and stop button better. I just don't edit. Uh, And so what I record, I record, which makes it tedious to listen to. So why are you listening? I do not know. But what is the number four thing that I am the worst at? Yeah, probably worse at this than owning earbuds. At least I have a longer track record here because earbuds haven't existed in my entire life. But finishing projects. <laughs> this might be the single reason that I've warped into a life of solo flight because there's no deadlines. I hate deadlines. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate deadlines. But I also don't get shit done if I don't really fucking point myself in a direction to finish something. So, the year of 2023 has been the year of get your fucking shit done that you start. Don't start something and abandon it. Start it, put it away, decide to collapse the project entirely, or get it done. But no more, um, you know, instead of moving forward with this decision, I'm going to mull it over for 48 days. Then get back to it with, uh, wait, why did that project even stall out? Where was, oh, God, I don't even remember how, what was I doing here? Attitude. Which is my burden, you know? I'm working on it. I can't believe I have three more above that one. I, I told you there'd be one more of these. This one should be a quick one. Um, why don't I pick you up in case, well... Mom, hello. I gotta say, sometimes my mom is all 80 of her years. But, that's what makes her endearing. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, now, a pause. I better just handle this. Okay, back to the number four thing about humanity that makes us fucking awesome. 
And that is we embrace the heroic. And I mean this on the meta and on the individual level. We're all about watching somebody else's heroic activity and behavior and accomplishment. But we also have that fucking voice in our head that says, I got a hero in me. I mean, you call on me in a situation like this, I'm going to be heroic. I'll be... Right? We're all capable of stepping up and being a hero. And we all appreciate that that's important. And we all respect it in each other. I almost broke down on that one. Well, I just think humans are awesome. All right. How can I forget? I use drugs on recordings all the time. I suppose when you... uh, Well, uh, that's either something that you give a shit about or you don't. But, yeah. My number three probably shouldn't be drugs, but it, it should have been higher. But whatever. I use drugs on this recording. I mostly smoke weed. And when I say mostly, it's only because I've used mushrooms. So... If uh, smoking weed turns you off, well, then I hope you're not drinking a beer during this. Um, Okay, so the number three thing. I don't want to lose my composure, so I'm going to have a sip of this. The heroic thing. Well, I can't talk about it, or I will uh, fully explode, which I'm trying to avoid. Okay, the number uh, three thing that I am the worst at, this is true, losing shit. Okay, I don't even need to look at that one. Losing shit. Um, and uh, it's just, I... I Some of it I can't explain at all. I lost my keys walking from my driveway in the back into my house. And I have never found them. Literally. They've never turned up. And that's about a 60-foot walk. It's just the ways in which I can be negligent and lose shit are stunning. And, I, I mean, in the one year I just worked at Home Depot, I must have lost 30 items while working. I'm not exaggerating at all, including phones, eyeglasses, um, money, um, I mean, valuable things. Uh, And just, I don't know, I lose shit. I lose shit all the time. And I've unfortunately come to accept it as much as anything because I still lose shit. I have not lost 
important shit in a while, but I lose important shit regularly enough that it's fucking third on my list. All right, the number three thing that makes humans fucking awesome, the cuisine that we create. We are unbelievable when it comes to cooking. And our ability to take what we've got and make the best of it when it comes to the culinary achievements worldwide, wow. I mean, honestly. Honestly. Wow. So... Don't think that the uh, Pleiadians don't appreciate our Kung Pao chicken just as much as our American cheeseburger. Mm, give me some french fries with that and some ketchup. Okay, number three reason why you should not be listening to me. Or number two now, we're down to number two. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will... Uh, <laughs> I will... Uh, it's all about me. I mean, nothing on here is about anything but me, and it will never be different. This is me. I mean, what else would it be? And that's just it. I don't care about anything on this recording except that it's about me. So, there you go. Um, and so you shouldn't be listening because it's not about you. It's not about anything culturally relevant. It's not about anything at all. It's about me. And trust me, there are way more interesting things to listen to than shit about me. Like, stuff they don't want you to know. Um, because I'll tell you anything. As I've already said, I have no inhibitions. So there's nothing I don't want you to know. Well, I mean, I don't want you to know it, but I'll tell you it. Okay, number two thing I'm terrible at would be... Uh, this could have been number one. But number one's number one for a reason. Leaving the house, leaving the premises, leaving whatever, going somewhere without having to go back and get whatever the fuck I forgot. You think you're worse at this than me? I'll bet you're not. I've tried everything. But, no. I'm the worst at that shit. I, I, I mean... Ah... <sighs> That and getting to places and not knowing why the fuck I got there. Yep. It's a fun life. You should you should come live it. All right. Number two thing that makes humans fucking awesome. Our music. I put it above our food only because... I, I don't know. It's kind of a tie. But there you go. The top three include those two. Those are two of the best things that we do. Okay. Sorry, I just looked at what I wrote for number one. 
sometimes. I just don't get how we can be so cruel. Okay. <laughs> Ironically enough, the number one reason why you shouldn't listen to me is because you need to speed me up. I talk slow. I pause. Definitely try to think before I speak. I also have found that my speech pattern, because there's no conversation happening, it's just me talking, can easily get to 1.5, 1.75. I don't care who you are. You can listen to me at 2.5 or 3.0. I'm just not hard to follow when it's just me to follow. So if you are going to listen, at least double time me so that you're getting half your time back. Don't listen to me on slow or you're wasting your time. Try 1.5. You'll actually enjoy the experience better if you're going to endure it. At least endure it at a speed that makes sense. Okay. Ah. Uh, uh. I'm going to do I'm going to try to do my number one and oh, it's, nobody's even going to understand why this one it's making me emotional but The number one thing that makes humans <sighs> fucking awesome <sighs> is deep down inside. We all. <sighs> really believe in everyone's equal opportunity at pursuing a fulfilling life. I don't care who you are or what level of corruption may have folded you into who you are today. Somewhere deep down, you still believe that we all deserve that shot at an equally fulfilling life. And that's pretty fucking awesome. Now, is this world? Offering that? No. And that part hurts. So,
not wanting to end it on that serious of a note. Well, and I definitely challenge anybody in the universe. If you think you're worse at this than me, well, then who the fuck are you? Because I am the worst at getting my trash out on trash day. I mean, it's like I'm trying to be fucking bad at it. I've done the just, oh, God. Just leave it at that. Thanks for listening.